opposing the government and opposing the Conservatives. I'm afraid it's the hard left who want to tighten their control. They want to uh, sideline uh, moderate voices. I don't think anybody should be surprised about that is the nature of the hard left. And of course, we know that the hard left famously cannot tolerate any dissent. Well, we know who the hard left are. Hello, Mr. Black. I'm King Kai. Pleased to meet you. I understand you having complications with some people. Yeah, that's right. I want this fucker shot in the brain. See, I don't care what it costs. See, money ain't a thing. Hey, Kim, what's on the menu today? Chicken. You hungry? You want this bitch to fix you a plate? I'd like to conclude our business if that's okay. Oh, you get right down to it, huh? You don't play. What happens if you fail or if you miss a target? Nah, I always get my man. I'm afraid failure's not an option. I would think my referrals will speak for themselves. Uh -huh. I never missed a mark in the 10 years I worked in this fail. If it's you and complete a die and giving you problems, I could solve them. I need half now, the other half when the job's done. Yeah, Sit up back. You'll get the rest when you kill these motherfuckers and show me proof of death. As soon as it's done, I want you to call here. You wanna count it, nigga? Make sure it's all there? Nah, that won't be necessary. Killing game is legendary. This time tomorrow, yo, you'll find him in the mortuary. Two days later, God, you find him in the cemetery. Mom's crying, sins buried, pa, no need to worry. He goes files with all his specifics. I don't see why you need it. Just hit him with the fist. To be optimum effective, I need the logistics. No fingerprint shit, no clues for forensics. No evidence and no breathing witness. It's what I do, bruh. Business is business. Hard, hard left, hard left, hard left, hard left, hard left, hard left, hard Welcome from the Soviet of Montana. Yeah, let's get this technical shit out of the way, then we can talk freely. You know, put on all my firewalls to stop the people listening to the fucking establishment. Siri, protect me from the CIA. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I call Siri um, CIA. <laughs> right. <laughs> Cause it's just another thing, you know, fucking watching you, bro. You, you um, need to use some of your Putin book bucks to, you know, get yourself a new work laptop. Oh, does he write tech support manuals as well? He, he is a true polymath. <laughs> <laughs> the more I find out about him, there's more multitudes to him. You could say, uh, yeah, he's just like Anne Frank. I and Indiana I feel like Putin Jones. should do like an NFT, you know? And British bad boy, the Rolling Stones. Yeah, NFT. Doesn't NFT stand for like something? I I, I just noticed non fungible the other day. token. No, no, no. I know, I know that, but I mean, it stands for something like uh, in Britain, like National oh. Film and Theatre. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, probably National Fear, uh, Film Trust or something. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I bow to your knowledge. NFT UK. Okay, let's see, because. No, that's about uh, the government's digital <laughs> NFT for Britain. Try searching uh, what you think it is. National film. I may be thinking of the NFTS, the National Film and Television School. Uh, <laughs> but I don't know if there's an organization called uh, NFT related to that. Uh, the UK government won't make an NFT after all. Oh, this, is, this story is a roller coaster. Yeah, the US, the UK government drops plans. So yeah, they they were like, "Hang on, this is fucking stupid." Not that that's ever stopped them before. <laughs> Satire. We're already getting into the satirical weeds. Truly biting stuff. Sure, we've both been getting into the other weeds today. Is that, uh, that a fair assumption? Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're, we're, yeah, we're, we're gonna have a kind of unstructured chat today right yeah nice. 100%. yeah uh, i've watched a few things lately but nothing like uh i don't i don't uh, you know i don't know good for content. i mean i mean some some stuff good for content for sure for sure but like nothing that, nothing that you've seen uh nothing that we can really nothing that we could get uh too what? in depth i don't think at least did you as check far on letterboxd or something uh, no, I haven't. Because well, I, have, I haven't updated my nothing you say you've seen. <laughs> so, yeah, that's in shit's our direct communication vis-a-vis -vis the old Facebook. Yeah, uh, um, you live a puddler. I didn't know that. It's just, again, this is just like Putin. There's multitudes to re reveal to you every time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's gone quiet, hasn't he, Kanye? Uh, yeah, I haven't heard much from him. I, f I only just got round like a couple weeks ago to finally 
watching all the big interviews he did when he was really popping off oh, really? about what, the, the Jews. Where he was talking about... Because uh, I'd yeah, only... The, the I'd people. seen the headlines and I'd read a couple articles, but I hadn't bothered, like, looking at... But I watched him get interviewed by... Oh, man, I can't remember their names now. But, I, yeah, I watched him on... Well, I did see the clip before, but I watched the whole thing of him on Alex Jones now. I need and to I watch watched a couple thing. other pieces. And, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. It's crazy, man. <laughs> it's crazy. If, like, yeah, if you, if you want to see, like, just... Alex Jones being like, "Whoa, that's too far!" Like, oh, it's well, so weird. Say you're a Nazi. I, I don't think you're a Nazi, and I'm Nazi, and kind of just like woke Alex Jones. I here. love Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> I love Nazis. I am a Nazi. It's <laughs> so funny. Like Alex he's Jones just, is just like, like it's awful. It's awful, but it's funny. I will like, give you the scripted opportunity to say you are not a Nazi. <laughs> Kanye, please say these words. I am not a Nazi. Pause. Like it's, it, <laughs> <laughs> it's not that he's not a bigot, right? But his, his mental illness definitely makes it so he just doesn't know how to dog whistle at all. He's just <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I can't say what race the psychologist who diagnosed me with bipolar was, but he was definitely Jewish. Yes! Like, what the fuck, bro? You, you What? <laughs> I saw uh, there was a thing like some fucking anonymous source allegedly close to the Kanye West camp put out a thing recently saying um, Kanye's new album will allegedly feature controversial but not anti-Semitic references to Jews. <laughs> uh, let's see how he threads that needle. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Just like I think you are really good at business. I really admire your acumen. <laughs> no, sorry, Kanye. That's still anti-Semitic. It's a positive stereotype. That 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 is basically when Republicans say nice things about Jewish people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would just be like him like professing support. Like Donald Trump. Israel. I love the Jews. All my lawyers are Jewish. My accountants all Jewish. I mean, he just puts not, a trap on his album, which is just called like "Fuck Jeremy Corbyn," and he's like, "This will get." Get me back in good grace. This is how you fight anti-Semitism. Cranks around him like, yeah, yeah, Kanye. (laughs) What you should do is you should dedicate every track on your next album to dissing a particular left-wing Jewish public figure <laughs> first like bernie you're... so many people in these interviews telling him like yeah you can say like hey these particular producers who you know whatever they 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 screwed me over why why they gotta be jews you know why 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 you gotta say the part about jews so, you yeah know? It's weird. And he'd just be like, but they were Jewish, weren't they? Just like completely missing the point. (laughs) (laughs) So Uh, funny as well. It's, uh, I mean, I mentioned this on uh, Kanye rapping against Jeremy Corbyn just reminds me. It's, it's only slightly less more politically bizarre than Tucker Carlson recent, recently interviewing that guy who claims to have slept with Obama. Oh man. Did you see any of that? So I heard about this by my, my my mate who's like into all this dodgy right wing bullshit. He mentioned, <laughs> he mentioned to me like, oh, there's more stuff coming out about how Obama's gay or whatever. And I'm just like, look, I can't get pissed off at this stuff. I'm just like, I just kind of fix him with a firm look. And I'm just like, come on, dude. Like, come on. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> I heard the full thing from him about how like fucking Michelle Obama's trans yeah which i'll say that's uh, old school yeah if obama is with a trans woman it does not mean he's gay just putting it out that just just that we have progressive 21st century values on this show all right <laughs> we're going to establish that there's a yeah. lesson in intersectionality from real politic well it's an interesting one because it, it it's it used to be this was before this started before the trans actually became like the big republican talking point 
This started way back when Obama was president with the whole Michelle's a, a trans woman and therefore a man, according to them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Can I just it, say, I also don't think she's trans. <laughs> I no, I don't think she's trans. Clarify that, but I don't, I don't believe she would be a woman if she was, but she's not trans. This no. argument. Yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, and, and yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's old. And it, and it, back then it was seen as more of a like, black women are masculine thing you mm. know that's how they kind of framed it like uh look at this mannish black woman uh and, uh, it's it's interesting because yeah that was a big thing back in like 08 09 and then it kind of went away because obama's not fucking relevant in 2023 yeah. you know he's he, he's not in like he's obviously still got swing in the party but he's not in he's not an elected politician anymore and he never will be again uh so there's no reason for tucker carlson i don't know like, to maybe, be maybe he'll join the tony so Blair hilariously which is, out of uh, touch. apparently uh, according to the former prime minister of Finland, she will actually be able to do more for the Finnish people in her new role as fucking consigliere for the Tony Blair Institute for Global Change <laughs> than she could as prime minister of Finland. I mean, is that kind of giving the game away? I mean, uh, like those kind of institutes probably do actually run the world, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking but... Spectre. <laughs> fucking Tony Blofeld. Blair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Blairfelds. Fucking private moneyed interests. Motherfucker. See, come on, Kanye. Just go take it a step further. You don't need all this shit about the Jews. Just see the real power. We thought he was going to go anti-capitalist at one point. There was one point it looked like it, and then no, he uh, came out fully. In who, who, there Trump. is that famous quote, isn't it, that like anti-Semitism is like uh, the idiot's uh, socialism. Yeah, or in this case, for severely mentally ill person's socialism. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, I mean, he's kind of an idiot. He's like he's one of those brilliant creative people who's he's both an idiot and a and sort of a it feels unfashionable to call Kanye West a genius at this point, but I mean he's certainly a fucking musical visionary. Like so yeah. many times he set the pace for uh for rap and pop music production in the two thousands and even twenty tens, like fucking you know, let's let's hear this new album with its controversial but not anti-Semitic references to Jews. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he has been very quiet though musically. He did that fucking song last year, which was like, uh, oh, what was it? It was it was just like two minutes long, and it had a classic soul sample. And he released it exclusively through Infowars, <laughs> and it, it was like. Uh, Woke up, another hundred missed calls. Why'd you say DEFCON 5 on the Jews, Kanye? I did it because I felt like it. I can't take this pressure anymore. Uh, but I know that I'm God. And fuck Jews. Like, Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. It was like t fucking like two minutes of just like... Uh, Oh, classic rapper stuff about how they've got classic Kanye stuff, really, about how he's got the weight of the world on his shoulders. Uh, you know, everyone's just all the haters are trying to get at him. But oh. <laughs> just kind of vaguely alluding to the fact that it's because he said all these really, really anti-Semitic things. <laughs> Bizarre little track if you can find it. Um, but yeah, been a while since then. So, yeah, who knows if he actually does have a new album coming out. Uh there's a, there's a debate in the UK at the moment about, like, dangerous dogs. Have you heard about this? This does kind of link to this, because since we're talking about rap music, we've done a bit of country music talk. But um, the two good genres, you have people like, oh, yeah, I hate all genre. I, I love all music apart from rap and country. It's like, oh, what, you little fucking snitch? So you don't like the two fucking genres where they boast about doing awesome crimes, you little fucking grass. Um, so, yes, I'm a fan of both genres. But, fuck, yeah, What? so what are we talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, you mentioned the Blueprint, yeah. The Blueprint, yeah, dope album. Yeah, uh, 
I love crime. That was what I was talking about. Yeah, but basically, um, there's this debate going on in like Twitter at the moment in the UK about dangerous dogs because uh, I think it's like these fucking. You heard of them? They're called bullies. They're like bred in America, and they're like bulldogs, but they're like oh, even... like actual dogs. For a second, I thought you were talking about some kind of like hip hop group called Dangerous no, Dogs. I'm gonna something. get to that in a second. No, these are real okay. dangerous dogs. That's yeah. yeah. Yo, I'm a rapper. I'm called Dangerous Dog, um, with two G's. Yeah, no, um, but yeah, I think like one of these big dogs, but fucking your lot brought. No, sorry, not the Jews. Americans uh, <laughs> <laughs> brought them over. Uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> the Jews are creating this epidemic of dangerous dogs. Their latest sinister ploy. No, um, America. Lester unleashing new levels of anti-Semitism here. <laughs> yeah <laughs> no it's it's america fucking up the world again apparently so like there's been like these dogs have just like mauled a bunch of kids or whatever and there's a debate around like should they all be exterminated or should they be just muzzled or whatever or should they just be allowed to carry on like normal i i don't really know to be honest my dog is nice and cute so it's not an issue that comes up for me nonetheless it did bring to mind, like all this talk about dogs as like a lethal weapon, brought to mind this great song um, by the rapper Sticky Fingers, who directed the classic oh, rap opera classic, A Day classic. in the Life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sticky Fingers, my dogs is my guns. Such a good tune, man. Um, it's like so. Sticky Fingers, his whole thing, like when he was is in... that a separate thing from his famous film? Yes, yes, this is on oh, one yeah, of his... Yeah, because I don't so know well. any of his music for, that isn't in that movie. Uh, uh, yeah, he was basically, he was in a really, really, like, hardcore hip-hop group called Onyx, I believe, um, who, like, yeah, their lyrics are just super dark and violent, uh, but, like... Um, they're very good they've got like very avant-garde production like lp from run the jewels used to produce a bunch of their shit i think um but like on one of his early solo albums there's this fucking awesome song called my dogs is my guns where he does kind of like the inverse of um the, the talk about dogs being um lethal weapons by comparing his guns to dangerous dogs so like my dogs is my so really it's more like my guns is my dogs <laughs> it's kind of like how Bob Dylan has the song Tweedly Dee and Tweedly Dumb, and then he starts the song <laughs> Tweedly Dumb and Tweedly Dee. But <laughs> so my dogs is my guns. They attack any N word that comes for <laughs> any of the same word that rings. If my Glock's on safe, that means my dog's on the leash. Twenty shells in the clip, each bullet's for teeth. Keep my dog starving. They ain't eight in days. So when I like looked up these lyrics and realized, oh yeah, so in the song, his dogs are his guns. I was like, oh good, so he's not actually starving real dogs because that's just animal abuse and is terrible. Whereas shooting people with guns is crime and is cool. Yeah, I mean it's it's only human lives. Yeah, exactly. You gotta kill people to have respect for people. Uh, Twenty shells in the clip. Each bullet's for teeth. Keep my dog starving, they ain't eight in days. Keep my guns loaded, they can't wait to spray. My Glock is a rot, my four-fifth is a pit. My DE a bullmaster, who wanna get bit? When my guns spark, that means I let them loose in the park. Now let's see if your bite is as big as your bark. So yeah, it's just like really hardcore rap, but he just spends this whole verse like doing like dog metaphors. <laughs> it's like Pusha T talking about coke, basically. Although this is just one song, whereas Pusha T does that on every song. <laughs> word. Yeah, word, bro. It's, I, yeah, fucking sick. Fucking sick. I'm sure we can get a little... Uh, clip of uh, some of the good bits from that song in, in this episode my dogs is my guns they attack any nigga that comes or any nigga that runs if my clock's on safe that mean my dog on a leash 20 shells in the clip each bullets and teeth keep my dog started they ain't engaged keep my guns loaded they can't wait to spray my clock is a rock my four fifth is a pit my de a bull master who wanna get back when the guns spark they mean i let them loose in the park Let's see if your bite is as big as your bark. My nine against your nine to the death, have a dog fight. Foaming at the mouthpiece, 
the streets all night. Remember A Day in My Life? That was a great film, wasn't it? That was a great film. I I'm, I still have only seen the version with the uh, hard-coded Dutch subtitles. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, it's a great, great movie. <laughs> yeah, but I just remember like how funny it was just seeing um, the Dutch version of the N-word on screen so many times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that, that, so just for listeners, not because... It's yeah, a some... great, great way to learn how to be racist in dutch yeah 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 or if you're a black person just you know how to uh communicate with your fellow yeah. with with your dutch um brothers and sisters i don't know i wonder i wonder if i wonder how accurate the translation was like if that is actually a word that dutch black people use or, it's probably like... done by a dutch person who does uh who speaks both languages so or an English person who speaks both. Yeah, good question. Actually, maybe it was there's just so many subtleties, you know, with these. Yeah, things. you're right. And do Dutch black people? <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> use the N word because I know they because like from a rap in like um, Latin and stuff. I know like they do in France. Oh yeah. <laughs> Dutch black people fucking Google like censored my search ages ago here. Like as soon as I got to black people, they were like uh, <laughs> Dutch newspaper. Well, we know the Dutch love to fucking show Muhammad and stuff. So no wonder they're using the N word in their newspaper headlines. <laughs> uh, was that Belgium? Uh, uh, Charlie Hebdo. Sorry, I didn't mean to accuse the Dutch of Islamophobia. And I certainly was not endorsing the actions of the Islamic State. Let's just get that out there. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. The N-word in the Netherlands. Okay, let's go to Reddit here. I'm Dutch, not trying to offend anyone, but have a genuine question. I know the N-word in the US is a big taboo. The Dutch version seems to be much more commonly used or less offensive. So actually, so it seems, according to this one guy on Reddit, on the r slash Netherlands subreddit, um, they actually use it even more in the Netherlands. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so we've established we have established that. For anyone that, and over therefore that is fact. Yeah, okay, no, so that the word that appears on screen, uh, in which I still won't say, you know, just to keep you off me on, you know, just to <laughs> be safe here. But, you know, it sounds pretty similar. You can kind of imagine. For anyone over 50 years old, it's a word to describe a black person without negative association. But nowadays it is considered more and more insensitive to use it. Personally, I would not use it in a conversation. OK, well, that's fine. We weren't going to start, you know, throwing it in ourselves. Just I mean, we're not Dutch for a start. So speak <laughs> just for yourself. Being... I'm extremely Dutch. No, I thought no. you were Russian. Uh, we're all Russian. Uh, yeah, I oh, would man. just like to uh, say um, that uh, there's just, you know, there's Dutch Russian, there's British Russian, there's American Russian. I would just like to say that my, du my Dutch countryman and I, the real Dutch, would like to disassociate ourselves from Yair and his use of the N word and clarify that he is, <laughs> he is in fact, Belgian. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, you know, to be honest, we're Dutch and we're not sure of the difference either. <laughs> that could be because we're high. That's maybe the difference. I'm not, I'm not trying to do a Dutch accent here or anything. You've got to just assume, you know, Dutch English. Pennsylvania uh, Dutch, a.k.a. Amish. Amish. I thought that was a religion. Yeah, the Amish are Flemish? religion and the Pennsylvania Dutch are, are the is another name so, for Amish people. So wait, is it's Flemish like, Belgian? It's because they 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 were originally came from like what was thought of as like G the Germanies at the time, you know, like all the different Germanies with uh, before it was a unified state, including the Netherlands and everything. Okay, it's, it's all very complicated, confusing. Um, Greater but, yeah. Germany. Yeah, Deutschland über alles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, like, this is when we the... turn this into a full-on uh, fascist podcast. No, no, we're just uh, making yeah. uh, you know light, affectionate racial banter about the Dutch and Belgians. We're not taking it any further than that. <laughs> <laughs> we're I just mean, asking right, maybe, questions here. Yeah, maybe I'll chuck in a bit of anti-Welsh stuff uh, a little bit later, but <laughs> that's just expected <laughs> at this point with the show. 
I was hearing about another Kier in your politics, actually. Oh, what, the new guy? Yeah, this Gen Z lad. How fuck were you hearing about that cunt? Uh, I watched some British lefty stuff to keep on top of stuff. Um, and, and, and largely it was also in the context of complaining about um, American Gen Z politicians that are okay. coming up. And how they're all, they're, they're not going to save us. Yeah. And what were they saying about Kia Mava? Oh, just oh, oh, all kinds of stuff. Like uh, he supports. Well, I also learned that Keir Starmer supports a, a, a policy of uh, removing child benefit for all children after the first one. Oh yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, it's a cunning um, outflanking the Tories by being yeah. really cruel to poor people, kind of thing. Uh, yeah, and I heard that the Kier Mather supports that, right? Because like, yeah, yeah, you know, it's just great. It's, it's great. It's great. It's great. It's great. It's great. It's great. I'm pretty sure just... he previously said he didn't support that, but the minute he was elected, he mm-hmm. was like, "No, I agree with Keir Starmer on everything." Similar to this American congressman, uh, I think it's a congressman. I call uh, Max Maxwell. For, uh, what was his first name? Something Maxwell, or maybe Maxwell was the first name. Maxwell. Fucking hell. Kia Mather I'm worked for the CBI, the, the Confederation. Maxwell Frost, right. It doesn't sound like a... Re- I kept thinking, like, it sounds like a fictional name. That's why it doesn't sound... Maxwell Frost, this guy. Born in 1997. Jesus. So he's four years younger than me. And anyway, he got elected into Congress on a very left-wing platform, very Gen Z like, very left-wing for American electoral politics. All right. Say. Well, Kia Mather did but, to be fair. He did get and, elected and he to got su- and, he, and it sucks because he got supported by uh, the pa- Palestinian, like, a Palestinian organization in Florida. Oh, and no. then he immediately was like, well, actually... Uh, fuck Palestine. Um, I just want basic human rights for them would be nice, but I'm not actually going to make Israel do anything towards that. I'm not. I'm going to. I support giving them unlimited uh, military support, and they're our most important ally in the Middle East. And yeah, Becky and Mather would agree on that. Oh yeah, 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 uh, for sure. They're they're all just a bunch of cons. And uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Jeremy Corbyn is old as fuck, and he's incredibly left. Yeah, yeah, I would mm-hmm. much rather vote for a bunch of people like Corbyn than a bunch of fucking young people who are just the same as some fucking 50-year-old cunt in a suit who works in the city of London. I mean, like, fucking Keir Mather, his his resume, in as much as he has one at his fucking age, is like, he went to Oxford, obviously, and then to the Blavatnik School of Government in Ox- Oxford. And then I heard he... they tried to hide the fact that he went to private school. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they did. And then he was a parliamentary researcher for Wes Streeting, like possibly the biggest Blairite cunt in in the fucking parliamentary Labour Party. And then he was uh, a senior public affairs advisor Mm -hmm. and just a public affairs advisor before that for the CBI, Confederation of British Industry. After which he's like, oh, Keir Starmer's doing well. I'll fucking become a Labour candidate. What a little cunt. Yeah, career went... It's like, yeah, career politicians always have been bad. In America, we really get the issue where being a politician, even just like a congressman on the national level, is you're essentially a celebrity. So you get lots of people who get into it because like, I want to be famous. You yeah. Know? And they'll say whatever is popular. Sometimes that's left wing, but it doesn't matter what they say. It matters what they do. Yeah, these guys, you know, fucking like, Keir Mather and that they won't say whatever's popular they'll say whatever the fucking Labour Party um, insists they say you know if it's a if it's a popular policy but it involves spending a bit of money on public services then oh no they won't say that (laughs) oh just looking at this revolting little shit Oh, already got his own fucking Wikipedia page of course he has 25 fuck off I actually yeah I'm very skeptical of most um most young people being in parliament because like you know maybe this is just you know this is a me problem but it's like when i was like 25 i was a fucking idiot and you know in fact i'm 29 now i'm still just a a total fucking moron so at the end (laughs) of the day i just don't believe i i simply do not really believe that most young people in parliament um 
like have the necessary not just like fucking life skills or whatever because what the fuck are they everyone has fucking different experiences but they don't they don't they haven't coherently formed like an ideological perspective or whatever but i have to say kia mather's ideal ideology seems pretty coherently along the fucking line of just blair 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 you know what i mean yeah well there are definitely young younger people who are smarter than me and had their heads on really well you know yeah same to be Um, fair there are but there are a lot of people as we've seen with Jeremy Corbyn, like, uh, uh, and he was hardly a revolutionary, you know. He, if he got elected, like, he was going to do good things, but he was not going to bring in Marxism, Leninism, and tear down capitalism uh, in any meaningful sense. Uh, it, it, but still, the entire media apparatus was 100% against him from the jump as soon as he had national prominence, you know. Uh, and So... Young people, old people, any age people, like, doesn't matter. Uh, If you're actually left-wing, you're going to have the entire establishment working against you, and it's going to be fucking difficult the whole way. So most politicians, including most young politicians, are going to (laughs) suck. Yeah, well, that's the thing. It's like when Corbyn was Labour leader, there was just an unprecedented mobilisation of the youth in politics. And, you know, but most elections, we haven't Mm -hmm. had a general election since Corbyn was leader. But, uh, you know, since he stopped being leader, I mean. But, um, you know, most elections since then have shown a, 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 a downturn in turnout. And like, you know, there was just an unprecedented mobilization of young people getting into um, politics at that point. Uh, and now that fucking just like a few cunts who are like 25 and worked for the Tony Blair Institute or the CBI are getting selected as parliamentary candidates. It's like, is there a youth quake happening in British politics? It's like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah great. The youth are going to take over. The youth are going to finally we're going to have somebody working in our interests with Keir Starmer, who is, oh, what is he? He's 60 years old. You wouldn't know that because unlike Jeremy <laughs> Corbyn, people never fucking call him granddad, do they? Keir Starmer, whose <laughs> fucking skin is sagging off his face, fucking like, oh, no, no. The sprightly and healthy Jeremy Corbyn, he's the granddad there. It's like, you put on a suit, keep dyeing your hair. Ooh, you're young. It's like, don't encourage him. He's not. He's not young. Sorry, this is a very... It's just a frustrating double... Of all the many double standards applied to Keir Starmer and Jeremy Corbyn... Yeah. (laughs) The fact that they make a much bigger deal out of Corbyn's age when they do Starmer... It's kind of similar here with Trump and Biden. Like, yeah, Biden is a fucking senile old coup or whatever, but, like, he is not exactly much older than Trump. And not exactly much, like I, I think Trump is has got his own stuff going on. Yeah, he has his own senior <laughs> moments, doesn't he? Yeah, like that. It's it's literally just two doddering old fools against each other. Like, yeah, have weaponized law enforcement to arrest their leading political opponent, and leading by a lot, including Obama. I'll tell you what, you take a look at Obama and take a look at some of the things that he's done. This is the same thing. The country is very divided. And we did with Obama. We won an election that everyone said couldn't be won. We beat Hillary Clinton. Now, you know, I used to, I used to call her crooked Hillary. Russia could end this war tomorrow by withdrawing its forces from Ukraine, wrecking its international borders, and ceasing its attacks on its inhumane attacks on Russia. I mean, by Russia on Ukraine. We have a man who is totally corrupt and the worst president in the history of our country who is cognitively impaired, in no condition to lead, and is now in charge of dealing with Russia and possible nuclear war. Just think of it. We would be in World War II very quickly. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was in the foot him, uh, foot, foot excuse me, the foothills of the Himalayas with Xi Jinping, traveling with him. I guess we traveled 17,000 miles when I was vice president. I don't know that for a fact. What else else could we talk about? Oh, that was fucking funny, wasn't it? That shit I was sending you about Jared Leto. Oh, yeah, yeah. Joker. 
I was saying, yeah. Oh, hey, yeah, yeah. Sending people's stuff in the mail. Yeah, I've just stuff. got I I've just got a role in the local fucking theat- theatrical production of uh, Suicide Squad the musical. Yeah, we're uh, we're putting it on at Oxted uh, Town Theatre, the Barn Theatre, whatever it's called. And um, yeah, I'm just trying to really get into my roles, the Joker. I mean, for a start, I'm doing a podcast, you know, coming out of controversial takes, hot opinions, fiery views. Uh, piffy zingers, um, etc. Steering aphorisms. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty <laughs> joker, if you ask me. Um, but also, I've, I've been doing. Um, yeah, so uh, I've, I've been. Um, yeah, so so I'm starring in it with this black guy. Um, you know, uh, co-star. Yeah, and I, I, I just the other day I was like, you know, what would really, uh, what you'd think was a cool little kind of like gesture was if I um mailed him some bullets. <laughs> so yeah, I, I sent my uh, my black co-worker a bunch of bullets in the mail, and for some reason I was arrested for um what they call the hate crime for doing this. That's it's very so cool. weird. Yeah, it's very confusing. Anyway, I got out on bail. I went back to the production. Uh, you know, I complained um, to uh, I, I was like he was making this guy was um, making me feel uncomfortable and got got him fired from production. So it's fine. And then, okay. um, yeah, yeah, I, I essentially made up a bunch of lies and smeared the guy and destroyed his reputation. Uh, it, it worked very well. And then I came back. I was like, OK, we need to spice this shit up again. I was like, well, it's I you know, we don't want to have to lose another um, one black leading character in this film. So I thought this this play that we are putting on at my local theatre. So I thought, you know, OK, I'll I'll shift my uh, focus to my female co-star. Um, what I did was I got a. Um, yeah, well, you know, as usual, I was just, um, yeah, having a wild night on the bitches you know what i mean just um yeah women wine um a baccalaurean lifestyle anyway so i yeah so had uh, had intercourse with this woman and um you know used a condom and all that and and pulled out the condom i was like okay i'm collecting this i put it in a um you know reset i put it in a bag that i used to have weed in basically i just put it in there semen all through and then what i did was i mailed that to my uh, my female co-star in the production good great for some normal. reason the next very day, normal yeah for no, some reason the next day i was arrested for um sexual harassment i don't fully understand it apparently it's somewhat frowned upon to send women um uh semen uh and i've got to go now because my time on the prison phone is up so I was like, oh, woke scolds. That, now that is what would happen if a normal person <laughs> did the things that Jared Leto was doing on the set of Suicide Squad, uh, which in retrospect are really crazy. Uh, I'm not sure which one of his female co-stars he sent the used condoms to, but he uh, sent the bullets to Will Smith. <laughs> and um, like it's just, when I read that, I was just like, "That's probably something like the clan did to Will Smith's dad in the fifties." You know like <laughs> fucking insane. And Jared Leto probably—I don't even think that would have crossed his mind. I think probably just like Will Smith gets mad racist, sending him bullets like every other week. So he was just like, "Oh, another one for the pile," and threw it away. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but, but, but fucking like, but number less like uh really really crazy thing to do and i think um he sent one of his co-stars a dead rat um uh truly psychotic yeah but but that was what i was thinking because like the used condom now as we know uh, 30 seconds to mars have a large audience of teenage girls Uh, what sorry that was a non sequitur what i meant to say is that i'm sure jared leto can have you know has sex a lot so did you just fuck a woman and then just like retrieve the condom and send it to one of his co-stars did he just fucking ask like a male assistant to like fill up a condom with jizz for him and he mailed that did he fucking just wank off and just like alone in his joker bunker for while he got into character of this film just wank off into a con what is 
<laughs> it does he, ask a lot of questions. Whoever he sent it to should have fucking called the police, as would have happened if he had done this one year later after Me Too had happened. <laughs> yeah. He should have called the police, uh, and the police should have done a full semen analysis um, to really get to the bottom of the methods of Jared Leto's method acting. <laughs> God, he uh, sucks. He, he's terrible. Yeah, great in House of Gucci, and I mean, as an actor as well. Oh yeah, big, big time. I mean, yeah, shit. Are there any films he's particularly good in? I, I didn't like his um, Oscar-winning performance in fucking Dallas Buyers Club as the trans woman. Yeah, I mean, a bit broad. That that might have been one of the better ones. Still, <laughs> yeah, probably still. <laughs> I fucking haven't seen Requiem for a Dream in so many years. He, 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 I enjoyed Fight Club in spite of him. Oh, uh, shit, yeah, he's in that, of course. <laughs> yeah, fuck. He looks freakishly young still. Like, he's fucking, like, yeah. in the 50s or something. And he looks, like, basically the same as he did back in the 90s. But, I mean, it made so much sense to me when I found out that um, Irving Azoff, um, who's, uh, you know who Kanye views as like uh oh well he's a Jew who controls the music industry but he's one of the <laughs> good ones basically <laughs> uh, uh yeah Irving Azoff the legendary Eagles and Travis Scott manager uh fucking managed 30 seconds to Mars uh apparently that makes so much sense as to how they're successful because their music is dog shit and um yeah yeah uh, like yeah, that fight—that's the only possible thing that could explain how, uh, other than Jared Leto's pre-existing acting fame, that's the only fucking thing that could account for how such a dog shit band have had that degree of success. But um, because I'm not—it's not because he's Jewish, but um, Irving Azoff does control the entertainment industry. <laughs> <laughs> Just putting that out there. But um, but Jared Leto uh, actually, well, he this is. That's at least what he thought, because um, when he found out that Todd Phillips and Joaquin Phoenix were making a Joker film that would deviate from the Leto Joker established in Suicide Squad for about 10 minutes, um, he got really pissed off and he contacted Irving Azoff and tried to get him to cancel the movie. <laughs> yeah. And I guess like Irving Azoff had to be like, look, to be honest, man, I... I may have like led you along and told you I did, but I don't entirely control the entertainment industry. <laughs> like there are there are aspects that I don't have the final say on. And and it said in the article in Hollywood Reporter, like Mr. Leto and Mr. Azoff have since parted ways. So I think Leto is probably like, oh, you can't get the Joker film fucking cancelled. You are sacked. It's my manager, which you know, as I say, is really. Leto's loss because Azoff is probably the most effective manager in fucking music industry history. <laughs> um, uh, spe speaking of Kanye, uh, going back just a little bit, did you fucking watch the Drink Champs interview? Oh my god, that is the. I think that, so. That's like the main one I watched. It's about three hours, so really it. Um, oh yeah, I don't think I caught that. That's the. Uh, I think that's all I really needed at the time. So I haven't seen the InfoWars one in full or anything. But man, absolute craziness. That's where he says, like, um, like the Jews made uh, Kim Kardashian fuck Pete Davidson in front of a fireplace. That's where he, <laughs> oh, God. That's where he says um, that he would rather that his kids were taught um, Hanukkah around Christmas time than Kwanzaa, because at least getting taught about Hanukkah would mean they learned some business secrets. <laughs> Jewish business secret number six. Let's roll. Never, ever make a promise. In Hebrew, we say, Bli neder, which means that if you tell somebody you're going to deliver something to them on a certain date and a certain time, we always say something like, God willing, or I'm going to do my best, or no promises. Jewish business secret number 16. Have a third of your money in cash, a third of your money in real estate, and a third of your money in inventory. That way, if God forbid something happens to one of your three streams of income, then you didn't put your eggs in one basket.
Jewish business secret number 23. There have always been and always will be economic cycles. Everybody is worried right now with inflation and rising interest rates about the recession that is looming. Let me tell you something. This is no new story. If you look at the Bible, Joseph had seven good years and he had seven bad years. Yeah. He said he said that Jay-Z, remember Jay-Z's song, Story of OJ? Ever wondered yeah. why Jewish people own all the property in America? That one. Yeah. It's not really that catchy a bar when you just rap it out away from the beat. Um, <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> fucking... Yeah, apparently Kanye said, yeah, when he said that, my Jewish friends all called me up and were like, oh, don't he shouldn't be revealing our secrets <laughs> this is uh, insider jewish knowledge <laughs> not not for jay-z to tell everyone about yo man we had a good thing going <laughs> yeah and then he just had to go and blow it but, uh, yeah since then um yeah, since 2017. Uh, yeah, I, I forgot. He, I, he was also, Kanye was also giving just like the most divorced dad energy at that time, wasn't he, as well? Oh, um, yeah. Big time. He was so mad at Pete Davidson. At that yes. <laughs> fucking hated him. Like in Saturday Night Live for, um, for like, provide. I think it was like at Saturday Night Live that Kim got together with uh, Pete Davidson, whatever. So. He just like went on, off on all these tirades at SNL. No, probably... it was the Jews. Well, look, let me just Google if Lorne Michaels is Jewish because, <laughs> because <laughs> if he is, then it adds another layer to the Kanye anti anti Semitic thing. He's Canadian. Yeah, yeah, no, he was born born in a kibbutz. In oh <laughs> well, there we go. Yeah, okay, there we go. He was, uh, yeah, he is, Lord Michaels is absolutely Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> but look, you do have to look it up. It's not, it is not contrary to certain rappers' uh, public statements true of every single influential person in the music business and entertainment business, but they're Jewish. I'm just laying out hard facts here. <laughs> and, and incidentally Jewish people you'll be surprised to learn this I'm sure yeah, yeah, do not own all property in America Jay-Z <laughs> I don't know I, I, we might yeah on your ranch like, you're just living like I, 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 fucking I personally... Kevin Foster in Yellowstone just like acres and acres of land I, I am Blackrock yeah, a delegation from the Chinese Communist Party turns up and Yaya just does for Kevin Costner Yellowstone speech like, here in America, we don't share land. <laughs> <laughs> Tapping that ass. <laughs> Gearing uh, up. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, so... so Weren't we talking about Joker the other day? Because we, we mentioned, yes. like, Leto and fucking... That was the context of, like, how I got onto reading about Leto and his his attempt to get the film shut down. It was, um, yeah, because I was just reading about the film Joker. I think inspired by you comparing Barbie to Joker. You were like, yeah, Joker's which, which... Barbie for dudes or something. I have to confess, I honestly kind of stole from Hassan Piker. <laughs> This is so strange to me because usually you're like the least online one of all our hosts, and it's just so it's just a, it's just interesting to me to hear you mention like Hassan Pike. <laughs> I, I I get a lot of my news filtered through him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what what British shit do you do you watch then to get your British politics? Um, some guy called the Cavernicle. I've no idea who that is. It's a YouTube channel. Uh, he, he he's pretty socialist, pretty good on everything I've seen so far. Anyway. Okay. Does he like Corbyn? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's one of the good guys. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And okay. yeah, yeah, he, he, yeah. He talks. He talks a lot about how unfair everything was to Corbyn. Uh, yeah. And all that. Okay, good, good. Just, just, just clarifying. That, that is my litmus test. I'm like, do I? Are you a good Brit? 
or bad yeah, breath. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Are you a turf? <laughs> oh, yeah, fucking hell. Well, usually it's the same people. Yeah, yeah, it's the same question. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's basically like, are you susceptible to getting sucked into right-wing moral panics? It's all a pipeline, yeah. Yeah, like, if not. But, um, but I did steal that what particular line from Hassan, who actually said it before the movie actually came out, just based on the marketing. They, it was like, Barbie is going to be Joker for women and LGBTQ people. Uh, and, yeah. I, I, and having watched the movie now, I do... I think there's a huge amount of truth in that comparison. <laughs> well, yeah, because Joker They're both, was like, just huge, a... soulless commercial properties that are being given this kind of, like, semi-artistic, like, spin by these yeah, yeah, cause, uh, well, cause Joker, people it was... aping more successful, like, more artistic films of the past. Yeah, Joker is really just for the dudes. It was a kind of, you know, a racist, sexist, kind of uh, <laughs> fascist, incel, vigilante film that inspired It, it, it made me go out and shootings. commit a hate crime. Instantly. Yeah. Oh no, no. I, I. Well, I. Um. I will. Yeah. I was gonna shoot up the cinema, but then told me someone told me that the EU march was in London, and rather than my oh, fuck, oh, fuck that recycling <laughs> joke I made like three times on the show before. Up. Um. Yeah. Uh. No. It, it. Yeah. That was the thing, wasn't it? That fucking nothing happened. Like that's so funny. I think it was like. Uh, fucking consequence or something they're like uh, not the rapper the uh, <laughs> website i can't remember who it was but they refused to assign a grade like a rating to the film because it was so socially irresponsible like um on the like you know like fucking birth of the nation the way it inspired like a new wave of clan activity but, you know films can have that kind of impact yeah, but it's very, very rare. You know what I mean? Like, uh, Birth of a Nation is actually fairly exceptional in that kind of thing. Uh, you know, if, if if only I'm sure they've done a lot for social attitudes, but if only like one of the many good anti-racist films made over the years could have inspired uh, action in the same way Birth of a Nation did in the opposite direction. The big difference, I guess, is that as much as uh, right wingers are really good at misinterpreting media, ultimately, like unlike Birth of the Nation, Joker is not saying all these bad things are good, you know? It's not, it's and, it. <laughs> and I just got to point out that it fucking doesn't blame anything on minorities at all. No, like it's not. It, it is not really in there. Like, okay, the Joker is like romantically frustrated, but what should he have like an active sex life? Do you th do you think that this guy should have like positive, strong relationships with women? Like how the right. fuck, how the <laughs> fuck would that work dramatically? Like he's just lonely in general. Like, he doesn't have many friends either. He doesn't have much family apart from his mother, who it turns out he is responsible for all the bad shit that happened to him, which I did think was a little bit misogynistic, actually. But at the same, at the end yeah. of the day, the film is like, it's not an incel film because, like, the romantic rejection part is a very, very small part of the film. He doesn't end up, like, doing anything to the woman. I don't think he, he like, kills her or anything. Uh, most of it is just about how, like, social services are getting cut by, like, austerity. Uh, he's getting neglected uh, by, like, mental health services and living in po extreme poverty uh, and also just getting bullied and mistreated by people around him for, like, you know, kind of understandable reasons. But, you know, a lot of the time it's just, like, the... The other clowns are <laughs> bullying him, and then you like, then they um, they magnify that with the class discontent that he's feeling. Like it's so funny to me that like they create this like uh, dramatic contrivance where um, Thomas Wayne, who was originally going to be played by Alec Baldwin, which would have been fantastic, but whoever yeah. fucking plays him in the film, they um, he he he's like he goes out and on TV and calls poor people clowns. That's <laughs> like that inspires <laughs> yeah. a wave of mo of revolution where all the poor people dress up as clowns to do to do uh, revolutionary activity or just fucking vigilante violence or whatever, and. Um, that's just so funny to me because it's just exactly like uh, the same. I think a lot of liberals were wondering if that was like a. I think I think I heard some liberal discourse saying that was like kind of a reference to the Hillary 
saying were deplorables and oh, arguing was, that that yeah. was making people into terrorists or something. I, uh, I think it certainly challenged, it certainly channeled Hillary dismissing like a large number of like voters as yeah deplorables. Um, but then it was put in the mouth of more more of a Trump kind of character who, um, you know, basically what he was seen as was to exemplify the rich. That was um, his de- the defining yeah. feature of that quite villainous character was that, yeah, he's he's sort of coming out with this like Reaganite perspective, like, yeah, we earned our fucking money. Um, like, you know, he's like, those of us who have been successful stand up against these bitter losers, these fucking clowns. Um, which you know naturally there's a kind of backlash to and um just licking mm. my suit i don't i don't think todd phillips is um a leftist at all uh, be- partly because he he said that it was hard to make comedy films now because of woke culture <laughs> and that the critics of the film were far left which they were not they were liberals no. they were liberals who shat their pants at a fucking u.s army memo that said yeah. that there might be a uh, fucking vigilante violence, which then the uh, FBI and Homeland Security were like, uh, no, no, these <laughs> these threats are yeah, not remotely fine. credible. <laughs> yeah, majority verdict from um, the apparatuses of the US security state that actually know the, <laughs> this film was not <laughs> violence. But, but, you know, at the t- I guess at the time, the liberals, they were, they actually, it's bizarre that Donald Trump heading up the... Um, the u.s government it made actually u.s liberals kind of believe even more strongly and passionately in the institutions of u.s government they were always like oh my god one day the checks and balances of the state are gonna gonna come in and save us like the fbi are gonna fucking save us congress are gonna save us you know (laughs) and this shit never fucking happens but um but I think it was that. I think it was just like at the time, the US liberals were like, oh, the army says so. Oh, fuck. Ah. It must be true. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. At the end of the day, I just don't think it's a particularly reactionary film. I don't think it's a leftist film. I don't think Todd Phillips is personally left wing. But as this fucking superhero shit goes, no, far, far far from the most reactionary of the genre and that includes like superficial liberal stuff like you know these like u.s deep state ass kissing fucking marvel films where i mean it's so funny when they had that whole thing of like this is the marvel film that has the first gay representation and it was like fucking a guy crying because his boyfriend got killed in a cataclysmic event (laughs) so uh, <laughs> that's uh you know that shit is more reactionary than fucking joker was which is mostly just about you know the uh the underprivileged i mean we went through this on the show at the time but at the end of the day at the end of a fucking day yeah i don't think joker was that reactionary and and the stuff about like it being an incel movie i'm basically just elaborating on messages i sent you here but the Joker was already a really popular character with that kind of subculture. And mm-hmm. if anything, they sort of commented upon that by taking this character and not having him be a kind of cool mastermind for the most part, but, you know, kind of a pitiable Travis Bickle type that really, um, you know, <laughs> I mean, if fucking incels want to like... <laughs> want to see themselves in that then you know they're welcome to but he's not really any more that than the numerous scorsese and paul schrader characters god's lonely men that the joker in that film is heavily based upon heavily derivative of exactly exactly Uh, and yeah it's like like you were saying it's basically just it's not a hugely political film ultimately it's entertainment yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Funny, all the stuff about how it was going to cause all these violent incidents. Yeah, Maybe. classic. <laughs> I mean, it's the liberal equivalent of like how conservatives were complaining that uh, all the screenings of Sound of Freedom had like the air conditioning broken and stuff, you know? <laughs> yeah. they, 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 they got their panic. They got their. their ah! See, I'm just rolling one last suit and then I think we can uh, call it a day.
packing a couple, are we? Absolutely, I'm packing, man. Yeah, that's just my guns, you know. My 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 <laughs> dogs aren't my guns. My guns is my guns. My dogs are my weed. Yeah, yeah, my, my weed, dogs. My are... weed are my guns. My guns, I don't know. Well, you have guns, but I don't think you have a dog, do you? No dogs. But only toddlers. Plenty of fucking guns. One for the well, toddler. I'm not doing that to the guns. That sounds dangerous. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. Well, you have to have a really wide um... urethra. <laughs> barrel. <laughs> I think was what I was looking for. Yeah, because you stare down a barrel of a gun. If you're a fucking idiot who wants to accidentally kill yourself, I guess. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'll say that, that's not something I've done. Uh, that was my dictionary definition. There to stare to stare down the barrel of a gun. <laughs> okay. Well, I've rolled two thirties. All right. Uh, then should we reconvene? Yeah, man. They don't wear collars, scratch the cereal off. No owner, no dog tag. My dogs is illegal. They bite a hole in you so big you can see them. My dogs eat them walking the so quick. This a canine. They eat his own shit. They trying to put him to sleep. Kids get to pet him. I just say sick him and it pull out and get him. My fucking guns, my fucking guns. My dogs is my fucking guns. One ain't bitch. Bitch is the one with the pretty chrome clip. Nigga the one with the taped up grip. I make them empty simultaneous till you get hit. Fuck fighting in the streets. Life is a struggle. Put on a silencer, now they wearing a muzzle. I hate puppies, little guns, I need power. You small time, a 22, you a two hour. New teeth throwing bullets, I never run out of. My dogs make these new guns, I feed them gunpowder. They ain't home trained, nor house broken, mouth open, drooling. That mean the battle.